Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. One of the busiest industries today, especially during due to the pandemic, is the industrial warehousing business. But there are different types of industrial warehousing businesses that people don't know about. And one of them is called co-warehousing. It's like the WeWorks model uh, of a flexible office space. And one of the innovators in this business who probably created it in the late 90s is Alan Dern, the CEO and founder of One Stop Property Group. Alan, tell me about the business and how you got into the business originally. So uh, it was purely an accident. Um, I was in the transportation business and had a long-term lease with the MTA uh, at a property in Long Island City that was about 20 acres with garage bays and wash bays and an office building with dispatch offices, cross dock and, and acres and acres of vacant land. And I, and I sold the company and I couldn't get out of the lease. So I was fortunate enough where the MTA allowed me to do what our model is today uh, in that space. So what was the model then and what is the model today? It's very similar. So we rented out time and space. Um, if you wanted to park one or two buses or you wanted to rent an acre and you needed a garage bay um, in the nighttime, uh, we rented you only what we what you needed and we rented time and space. And how do you determine what you should charge? At that time, at that period of time, it wasn't market. It was what we needed to, to pay the rent and sustain the property with a fair profit. So what were the initial tenants in the property? All in the transportation business. There were trucking companies, limousine companies, bus companies, um, distribution companies, bakeries, and, and produce markets, things like that. And what was the average lease on these type of properties? All month to month. So everybody was a month to month? Every single tenant there was a month to month. And what about hazardous materials, you know, hazmat, uh, other, other conditions that were bad on the neighborhood because the property has been, you know, a bus stop and other utility space for so many years? So we, we operated with the oil companies and refineries and, and tenants of that nature, but we operated under the, uh, under the enforcement of the, the DEC, and we did it properly, but we weren't afraid of that. So how do you expand the business? I mean, this is, uh, you know, like the self-storage business in, in many ways. This is what you are. You're a different format of the self-storage business. It's exactly the mini-storage model in industrial. So what happened is back in 2011, the MTA um, came to us, and like every lease, the government lease, there's a caveat in the lease that says if they need it back for their own purpose, they could terminate the lease, which they did. So at that point, we went out and we rented uh, many properties. So you didn't have other properties at that time. You just had one, the major property. That's true. Okay, so you expanded from zero, from point one to point four because of number of expansions. How did you find the expansions? So I rented two spaces on Review Avenue, and I rented uh, one space in Massbeth and uh, filled them up immediately. My neighbor... Uh, on Review Avenue, his name was Greg Brayman, uh, Phoenix Beverage, asked us to rent out his property and do the same thing. It was a building that was vacant for a long time. And I told him we didn't have the capital to, to rent any more space. And, and, and he actually threw us the keys, and he said, I'll give you 10% of, of the gross rentals. Manage it for me. My landlord, um, his name was Jim Giuliano, 
in Massbeth did the same thing. He had a property in Long Island City. He said, rent that from me. And I said, I'm tapped out. I can't. Threw me the keys, told me to manage it. And it, it just expanded. The management just expanded to the Port Authority in Red Hook and many other properties. And both these gentlemen be, became my partners in, in, in future endeavors. And, and after we became successful, my CFO, Deb Bauer, became our partners. And before you know it, we're, we're buying properties all over the place, doing master leasing and managing more than ever. So <clears throat> what's happening today, especially as I was alluding that co-warehousing is a rapidly tr- expanding trend in the business, uh, that you have new, you have competition. Before, I didn't say you have too much competition. So it all starts with the wheels for us. Um, big plots of land, eight, nine, ten acres is our sweet spot. We're the largest commercial parkers in the state of New York, and we've been getting more of that than ever before. But it, in our model, you know, some, it's a 100,000-square-foot plate in a building. We, we just have a much bigger pool to pick from. We're not looking for one guy to take the 100,000 square feet. You're taking what you need. You're paying for what you need. You're paying a premium for it, and it's a flex model. It's very easy. You're still at the one-month no, no, <coughs> no minimum leases, right? So we'll give term. Um, not on a, on a management property because we're there to sustain the property until something better comes along or a bona fide sale or the property gets repositioned. But on the properties that we own and master lease, we'll, we'll give term. Okay. So as I said to you, this company, Ready Space and Warehouse Space, have come into this market. Uh, have they reached out to your model? Or are they going to your clients? You have a different type of clientele. I, I think I have a different type of clientele. We do the tough stuff. Okay. So, uh, now, with the world of venture capital, do you think there'll be other people or the big warehousing companies getting involved with this business? I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, it, it, it would be a, a long run to catch up to, to what we've accomplished. You know, our, our phone rings all day long. If I get a piece of property with a small warehouse and a ton of land, I'll rent that. If I get a big warehouse with no land, I'll rent that. Um, we've created, you know, a, a market for this, and we're trusted in the industry. Now, uh, these new companies who are the uh, the young the youngsters, as we would say in the, in the business, um, they're going out to venture capital to raise capital and to raise debt. Uh, do you see that is in your mantra to grow the, the business any no. further? No, no, we, we 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 work with our own capital. Uh, we grow at our own pace, and we like growing with management better than anything in, in, in this current climate. Now, how do you look at the industrial business today in general? I mean, these huge spaces over there that uh, Jack Gutman, Dove Hertz, you know, Prologix, and all these other individuals, how do you see this? Is it, can it continue to grow, or is this, will this become the extended stay uh, model over there, you know, for the larger spaces and the storage business. Oh, so on, on its tremendous upswing between 2019 and 2021, all these large, you know, private equity and, and, and REITs bought these massive properties, you know, w- with a very high basis. And, and they're looking to rent it out to, to a one and done. And, and, and it really just doesn't exist. You have to be super lucky. So if it sits empty long enough, they'll, they'll come to us to manage it. Just, just to sustain the property 
create cash So you're flow. there to manage, but are you there also to help them get customers? So we bring the tenants, yes. Multiples of tenants. We cut it up. We have the infrastructure to do that. M- most of these private equity firms don't. So you're saying the, the, the properties in the Bronx and the, you know, the, the multi-level properties are, are difficult for them to rent out. They don't have the infrastructure right now, these companies. It's difficult to rent it out to multiple tenants, and the single tenant is few and far between. So where are you expanding? I said you've gone from the city <clears throat> to Long Island and as far out as Exit 61. That's right. We went as far as centralized slip. So I mean, we're in the super prime areas. We're from you know Red Hook through Greenpoint through Massbeth and Long Island City. We're in the Bronx now, and we have multiple locations in Long Island from Garden City all the way to centralized slip. And <clears throat> what about environmentally problem challenge companies? Do you do those? We do. We do. Well, we, we manage contaminated properties. I mean, we manage all of Larga Vista. Gasseteria uh, was their brand name many years ago. Now they're Larga Vista Development. We, we, we took all their tank farms and we rented them out to multiple tenants and did very well. So it looks, you know, that the co-warehousing business or the we I won't call it the WeWork type of company because mm-hmm. WeWork expanded too far. I'd say are, are there... And the opportunities, and I think one of the best places where Alan Dern is involved, one stop, is the future of the business. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much.